to watch the political right miss what was uh, this poem from Amanda Gorman is the encapsulation of the impossibility of our current task. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. The disdain that far too many on the political right have for art is what's killing us. And I've only been discussing it now for as long as I've been on air, not just in Indianapolis. Art and culture matter, and they win. Art is culture. Art allows you to win the culture, allows you to get your message across, allows you to reach people and connect in another way. The last thing the political right needs is one more holy damn white paper. It doesn't need any more facts and figures. It needs a way to connect. It needs great oration. It needs great filmmaking. It needs uh, great laughter. And it needs great art. And Amanda Gorman, all of 22 years old, got up there at the inauguration and did this. The world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. And the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. Now I ask you, did you recoil in horror and who cares about a poem? Or did you recognize that she's having the conversation that we have here every single day? You tell me, they tell me, they tell us about the racist, bigoted nation of America, about the systemic racism here, there, and everywhere. Look at this girl. Look at this woman. Descended from slaves. I take her word on that. Skinny and black, I can see her speaking to America and speaking to the world. Isn't that the American dream that we talk about constantly, that we desperately want to see and question out loud how others can't see it in the same exact way? We should be cheering this girl. This woman. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. 
We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Now... I don't agree with every part of that. I may not be able to, in some places, put aside our differences, because to put them aside is to understand Ayn Rand, that the difference between bread and poison, or the compromise, I should say, the compromise between bread and poison is still death. Some differences cannot be laid aside. As a matter of fact, they must be decided. But this idea of America, this idea that not what stands between us, but what stands before us is the hopeful look ahead. That as we grieved, we grew. That as we hurt, we hoped. That as we tired, we tried. What, that doesn't apply to you? It only applies to one person, one kind of person? You would have to then make the argument that she was creating a poem and sharing a poem and sharing a thought that wasn't really meant for America, which blows up Joe Biden's entire conversation of unity. He did that himself. Read the poem and ask yourself, what does it mean? Does it help that she quoted scripture? I can't tell you what chapter and verse it is. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. Well, isn't this something that we are constantly talking about, that you should have the right to live your life, and they should not have the right to oppress it? Oppress it with nonsense teachings in schools that teach racism and bigotry, like critical race theory and anti-racism? Best of luck if you send your kids to Park Tudor. Holy cow. Upper school may not be for you. Check your curriculum before writing a check. There are so many ways to take this, this collection of words and thoughts and ideas and say this applies. And what does the political right do? They crap all over it because they can't see it. The political left cannot see the hate that they bring by making the claim that they are moral and decent. No moral and decent people believe in less speech. No one can claim morality or make a nation believe it who does not engage in the arts. When I talk about making movies and when I talk about making shows, this is how you win. And the political right has proven still that they ain't willing to fight. Because they can't find a 22-year-old skinny black girl who's willing to share her soul. And hell, in too many cases, they wouldn't listen anyway.